Um, and so I, I wanted to run some things by him for my conference next year and let him know, hey, this is, we just we just locked in, you know, John Maxwell for next year. And we've got this other big name uh, that rhymes with Ed Milet that we're about mm-hmm. to get locked in and under contract for next year as well. Um, hey, here's what I'm thinking. What are your thoughts? And because I, I wanted his, I wanted his thoughts on it. And he, he pushed my thinking even to the next level, just in that three minute conversation with Terry. And that's why I do, that's why it's important. I write it down. I wrote it down in my 10X plan. I've got about 12 of them sitting over here on my shelf. Every day for a year and a half, I wrote a quote, get in rooms with people who think bigger than you do. And when we created our own GSD planner and kind of put grants on steroids, I literally had it printed on the bottom of every page. Get in rooms with people that think bigger than you do, along with the scoreboard. Like, what's how, how did I live today? There's so many things this plan. That's amazing that help you dominate but it's but it is it's get in rooms with people who think bigger than you do What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the podcast of Determined Society. This is Sean French, your host, and I am here with an amazing guest today, guys. I am here with a man that went from a pastor to now he's a coach. He is an entrepreneur, a real estate mogul who has sold over $250 million in real estate. He's a connector of all people. He is a Grant Cardone certified 10X coach. I have with me here a man that has God in his heart. Ken Jocelyn, what's up, buddy? What's up, my friend? Good to see you, man. Hey, man, it's great to see you. You're always looking so much more handsome than I am. I got to up my level. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it must be. It must be. I just shaved this bald head, and it's got all these studio lights are kind of reflecting off of it. So you don't really get to see how ugly I am in person. It's, so I it's, have been told. I've been told in the past that I have a, a face for radio. Do me too. Right. It took me a while. It took me a while to realize that was a backhanded compliment. But yeah, okay. Thank you very much. Yeah, me too. I'm not very smart, but what I do know is I was like, all right, I'll do the whole podcasting thing, and then video came. I'm like, well, now everybody's gonna see my ugly face on right. YouTube. So right. here we go. Right. Yeah. Time to get through it. So listen, man. I want to ask you some fun stuff before we actually really get Shoot. started with Let's with the nitty gritty. So, man, do you have any cool nicknames? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, I grew up, my, I don't know if it's cool. Um, I grew up, they called me, they called me Jaws, J-O-Z. That was my, cause that was my dad's nickname from, he worked at General Motors in Pontiac forever retired there. That was kind of his nickname. And then I kind of took it on in high school, but dude, I ain't heard that name in forever. When I was little, when I was like eight, my dad called, I used to love mashed potatoes. So they called me Spud. So I was a Spud till I was probably 12. And then, you know, when you turn a teenager, you don't want your mom or dad calling you Spud anymore. So that's, I still love mashed potatoes, by the way. So now I'm kind of I'm majority keto. So now it's mass cauliflower. Okay. Yeah, I still does the same thing. They call you Collie now, Collie, no, cauliflower. They do because of my ear. It looks like it. I, I did have somebody ask me one time on my ear. I've never wrestled. I I can't. I, I couldn't wrestle in high school. I played every sport. Couldn't wrestle because I, I I was like not wearing a trash bag, spitting in a cup all day long, and not eat. I'm like, dude, I can't do that. I love I love to eat. No, I like so, food, man. I'm not doing that. That's not cool. Yeah. Uh, hey, so cool. So. No one called him Spud. You heard it. <laughs> Favorite that, that, that's, hey, I'm on a lot of podcasts, dude. This is the first time anybody's ever asked me that question. That's what we shoot for here, man. This is what we shoot for. All right. Definitely. We'll get into it. But, hey, what was your favorite cartoon as a kid growing up? Woo! Um, favorite cartoon as a kid growing up? 
probably Scooby-Doo, dude. Okay. Um, man, Scooby was nasty, bro. He like, you couldn't, you know, it was always the person you didn't think it was going to be that did it. You know, they'd pull the monster's head off and it would be Professor <laughs> Crump or whatever yeah. the guy's name. You know, it was always somebody like, but Scooby was, Scooby was the man. Scooby was cool. That little mystery man was awesome. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah. I love Scooby-Doo yeah. too. Mine was, mine was um, Voltron. I like Voltron. Yeah, Voltron, Voltron was cool. cool. Voltron yeah, was cool. Was All right, cool. So any cool hobbies? Uh, man, I referee college basketball and I umpire college baseball. Um, so, you know, I don't I have, I say I, I do, I haven't refereed college basketball since last year because I've just been so busy on um, our schedules and everything and our, our conference stuff for, I'm, I'm in a couple of D2 conferences. Um, and we just got an email for the crews, all the crews going out this weekend. It's the first conference weekend. And I'm like, dang, I'm not going to be umpiring this weekend. Like, Dude, oh. I'm flying to Texas tomorrow. Are you really? Flying? I have a client. I have a client that, that I work with. He is um, a starter on one of the uh, baseball teams out there that is opening up at the global field. There's like a classic out there. So it's Texas tech, Michigan, mm-hmm. Auburn, and somebody else. So oh, I'll, I'm I'll, have out ton of, I'll have a ton of buddies out there doing the umpire in the game. I got a lot of guys in the big 12 and big 10 that are, that are right on. Umpire, so yeah. Yeah. So I'm flying out for opening day to support him. Yeah. He's be a fun. stud. I'm excited yeah. for him. Um, most embarrassing moment that turned into your biggest blessing. Wow. Um, I don't know if I can talk about it on here. Um, <laughs> I got, I, I, I was hanging on the door, um, the gym door in my high school and I got pants. Okay. And then I, and then I got a lot of dates after that. Well, Hey dude, that's <laughs> hey, that's what's up. You can talk about that on here. There's no, I'm hey, just listen, not sure. Dude. I'm like, well, can we talk about that? We can. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we can. Yeah. That's I awesome, that, dude. I, I may have, I may have stretched that story a little bit, but yeah, literally yeah. stretched. Yeah, that's the, stretched exactly the story. right. Yes. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, listen, dude, we'll get into it. Um, walk us through what got you here today, specifically your story and how it led you to GSD. Yeah. So I've spent uh, about half the last 25 years in full-time vocational ministry, pastoring churches, planting churches, um, and then the other half in real estate, uh, top producing mortgage broker in Georgia for about um, eight years, um, like number one with Countrywide SunTrust, several years in a row on the wholesale side, two offices, tons of LOs, um, crushing it. And then, you know, everything just kind of crashed um, in like 08 um, across the country. So went back from doing that back into full-time vocational ministry and then 2016, um, transitioned back into real estate, this time doing commercial and residential real estate. Got teams um, with EXP in the Birmingham, Alabama area and the Atlanta, Georgia area. Um, I, I have a great time. Not, I don't wake up in the morning going, Woo, can't wait to do real estate. But I do get up in the morning going, man, I can't wait to help agents who have never cracked six figures makes a hundred grand for the first time in their life. That excites me. Um, I've got one of my guys who's actually about to step away from his full-time position. Um, He's been with me, um, I don't know, six months, eight months. He'll do over 70 grand this year. He's a full-time accountant during the daytime, works 45 hours a week doing that. He pastors a a church plant full-time and Mm. he's still going to make 70, 75 grand with me this year. So we're actually about to bring him on as a team lead and he'll run that, that side of the businesses that I own. So he'll take over the, he'll take over the, the uh, real estate side. And then about two years ago, dude, I ran into this little, I was kind of struggling. I didn't really have a lot of direction. I was out of ministry for the first time in a long time. 
and I was doing real estate. And I was doing on the outside looking in, it was successful. Like I was making about 10, 12 grand a month, about 140, 150 a year um, doing real estate. I was working about 15 hours a week. I really wasn't working a ton. I mm-hmm. didn't, real estate just didn't move the needle for me. It wasn't impactful. I wasn't making a difference in people's lives. Clients, you know, you could probably argue, yeah, you're helping clients do some really cool things to some of the biggest moments in their life, which you do, which is, which is amazing. Um, and dude, I was just kind of, I didn't really have a lot of vision, didn't really have a lot of direction. And I ran into uh, a little short dude named Grant Cardone. Um, <laughs> I told Grant, you know, later I've spoken for him down at 10X a couple of times. And I told him later on when I went to boot camp, 10X boot camp in October of 2019, I said the businessman got born again on the inside of me. Something clicked. I don't know what it was being around Grant, being around that 10X environment. And from that moment in October till January, my business grew 600%. I mean, I had made about 115 grand the first 10 months of the year, made 129,000 the last six weeks of the year. Dude, it was insane the way my business took off. And with that, um, you mentioned becoming a Cardinal licensee. I'm one of Grant's top licensees. Uh, Started GSD, Rostat Drive, um, with a dream, like in January, February of 2020, and then COVID happened, and kind of, you know, we had a live event scheduled for Atlanta, similar to what we just completed about two mm-hmm. weeks ago, had a live event scheduled in May, uh, May the 19th of 2020, or 20 of 2020, COVID happened, shuts all that down, I said, okay, we gotta, we gotta, I hate the word pivot, but that's the word everybody used. So we we kind of adjusted on the fly. We started an online coaching um, program as soon as COVID shut everything down. Grew that very quickly. Um, started doing some one-on-one coaching and consulting. Uh, you know, really geared toward helping business leaders build confidence, gain clarity, and create community. And from there, we've just it's just been growth, 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 growth. Online courses, you know, uh, private private coaching, um, private Facebook page, live events. We just finished our create conference in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago with John Maxwell, Jesse, it's for a couple hundred people. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal event, a lot of impact and a lot of lives. And so it's been, it's been a two year journey, bro. And it's been unbelievable. It's it's you know, when you watch a rocket ship take off and you see their face and their skin, that's about what it's been like. You know, it's, it's really cool. And I want to get to Atlanta. And I also specifically want to talk about your move the needle multiplier that's coming up yeah. uh, March 3rd. Uh, but first I want to, you know, rewind a little bit. I want you to walk me through that moment of that revelation at Grant Cardone's conference when you just, that businessman just came alive inside you. Cause I've been there before and mine was in a different venue, but I want to hear about your experience. Yeah. So I just, so I went down, I literally didn't know who Grant was three weeks before that. Never heard mm-hmm. of him. Saw an Instagram ad pop up. Um, I was like, dude, who is this? Cause I don't get around guys that have more passion than I do. I just don't, mm-hmm. I don't get around many guys who have more energy. They're more fired up. They're excited about what they're doing. I just don't get around those kind of people. And when I see it, I'm like, like I said, damn unicorn over there. Where did this mm-hmm. guy come from? Mm-hmm. And so I started following him and, you know, and I told somebody this yesterday on a big podcast, I said, dude, when you start following Grant or you click on one of his ads, it's over, bro. You're in the matrix, bro. You're, they got you forever. You're in the wormhole, so, bro. He is so good, dude. Yeah, and, he is. Um, so literally I hopped on, you know, a week later in a, on a Zoom call on a Saturday afternoon for his 90 minute Zoom call with Grant talking about why everybody needs a mentor and a coach. Mm-hmm. And I'd been coaching ministry leaders and, and business leaders already for about a year to two years. And I got on that call and, you know, two hours into a 90 minute presentation, he still hadn't even come up for air. And I'm like, who is this guy? Like, and I literally, I'm sitting there and I'm like, if you'll just be quiet, 
I'm going to buy whatever you're selling. No idea. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what he was going to sell. He pitches, <laughs> he pitches the, the, the mentorship a mm-hmm. thousand bucks for like 12 weeks. I sign up immediately, we get on a call on Monday. Um, he pitches the 10 X bootcamp. I'm, I'm three days later, I'm sitting in Miami and I sit through the first day of 10 X bootcamp in that environment with, I don't know, 500, 600 other business leaders. And I literally was sitting there thinking to myself, where has this been my whole life? Like this is unbelievable. Uh, And then from there, dude, just so many, so many events, unbelievable things just begin to unfold doors open. Um, In the last two years, dude, has been an unbelievable ride. It's amazing how things just kind of come into our lives when we're finally ready to receive them. Right. And what I mean that by that is, it's just a simple button that you clicked on Instagram and and you go down the Grant Cardone you know, rabbit hole. And all of a sudden here you are with explosive growth, building community and helping others achieve the same dreams. You know, you, yeah. so, I mean, it's, it, it truly is amazing how that works. Right. That's it's, been crazy. It, dude. And he's been, he's been extremely, extremely good to me. I was on the phone with Jared Glant yesterday. Jared runs everything for him on the sales side. And I picked the phone up. He's, he's, I think he's the president is what a year COO or whatever you see mm-hmm. something he's big time. Um, and Jared's a real good friend. And I picked the phone up yesterday. He was eating dinner and playing with his kid. I could hear his kid in the background and I could hear him eat. I was like, dude, you eating dinner? He's like, yeah, dude, but I saw you call and you don't call me that often. I'm like, I had a question. <laughs> um, and so I, I wanted to run some things by him for my conference next year and let him know, Hey, this is, we just, we just locked in, you know, John Maxwell for next year. And we've got this other big name um, that rhymes with Ed Milet that we're about mm-hmm. to get locked in and under contract for next year as well. Um, hey, here's what I'm thinking. What are your thoughts? And I, cause I wanted his, I wanted his thoughts on it. And he, he, he pushed my thinking even to the next level, just in that three minute conversation with Jerry. And that's why I do, that's why it's important. I write it down. I wrote it down in my TEDx plan. I've got about 12 of them sitting over here on my shelf. Every day for a year and a half, I wrote a quote, get in rooms with people who think bigger than you do. And when we created our own GSD planner and kind of put grants on steroids, I literally had it printed on the bottom of every page. Get in rooms with people that think bigger than you do, along with the scoreboard. Like, what's how, how did I live today? There's so many things this plan. That's amazing that help you dominate, but it's, but it is, it's get in rooms with people who think bigger than you do. And when you, you have another around, interesting quote, what, which, which is what <laughs> I ran across it today. It, 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 I don't know verbatim. I mean, you'll know it. It's your quote, but it was something like your goals need to be big enough to where you don't, yeah, if your goals aren't big clock. enough. If you need an alarm clock to get out of bed, your goals aren't big enough. So that's crazy to me because I get out of bed at four. I need an alarm clock before am. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> sometimes I do. Yeah. If you need a long clock to get out of bed, your goals aren't big enough. And, and I can just, I can just sit with Jared. I'm thinking, you know, X amount of price on CEO tickets. You're going to get a private dinner with John Maxwell. Like you're going to get a private dinner with John Maxwell and a private lunch. Once we get Ed's contract done, which we should have it done soon. We're going to, you're going to get a private lunch with Ed Milet. Dude, where are you going to get that at, bro? Dude, I heard a rumor. Dude, I'm just telling you, it's insane. Like you're going to be in with, you know, a few dozen people, Q&A, one-on-one time with John Maxwell, one-on-one time with Ed Milet, with a very small select group of people. And I'm thinking X amount of tickets. And Jerry goes, oh, no, dude, that needs to be 50 people. 50 people is the size it needs to be. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's a that's a 200, and those tickets are 10 grand. That's a $250,000 revenue swing for me. Mm-hmm. Off of what? 
off of a relationship that I built over the past two years, off of him seeing how I've taken the stuff that Grant teaches and that Jared teaches as well. And I've literally put the stuff into play. And now here I am on a Wednesday night at, I don't know, six o'clock Eastern time when I called him, 630. He's at home and he answers the phone. I I was on a call last week with a really, really good friend of mine, Carlos Reyes, one of the top wholesale guys in the country. Dude, he's one of the, he's one of the salt of the earth guys. If I picked, I I FaceTimed him on the phone. He was on the way on vacation with his family and answered my phone call. That's cool. And I had to ask him a question about outbound sales. Like if I'm outbound sales company, what percentage do I pay for high ticket items? What percentage do I pay for this? He's like, this way he said, he goes, oh dude, on high ticket, never pay more than five to 10%. And I was about to give a guy 15 to 20. You know <laughs> how much money? Thousands I mean, of just, dollars. Yes, he did. Like off of one phone call. So yeah. when I when I when it when I printed in the new planners we did, get in rooms with people who think bigger than you do. Listen, if you don't have people like a Carlos or an Anthony Trucks or a Sharon Lecter, co-author of Rich Dad Poor Dad, dude, I sat in her house a year ago on New Year's Eve in the afternoon for about two hours. Brain, she's just saying, tell me, tell me what you want to do next year. And this was 2021. Tell me what you want to do this year. Tell me, tell me what's, what's, what dreamed I want to do a book, which we did. I want to do a big conference, which we've done several now. Like, and you're sitting there with somebody like Sharon Lecter who sold more books on finances than any woman in the history of the world. And you're, I'm in Scottsdale and her and Michael, her husband's a patent attorney, content mm-hmm. attorney. And I'm sitting there and I'm just having a conversation. If you don't have people like that in your life, you have got to expand your circle because it, when people go, it's all about who, you know, it really is. It's, it's not just about who, you know, it's about the people like that people, people that are super, and I'm going to say successful, but I mean it in the right terms because it's just not about the dollar figures, not about how big you can build your business. It's not about all those things. Those things are great. But everybody I just mentioned, Anthony Drust, Carlos Reyes, Jared Glant, Sharon Lecter, these guys are all salt of the earth people. I'm talking about they're fantastic human beings. And when I sat down with Anthony Trucks a year and a half ago in Walnut Creek, where he's from, right outside of Oakland, and Anthony and I are sitting having a chicken salad, and we're sitting there, and I'm going, dude, I'm thinking about doing this on my courses. I haven't shot them yet. I was about to invest a hundred grand on my courses. Here's what I'm thinking. And Anthony goes, no, 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 no. Here's what you need to do. He grabs a napkin, but I'm sitting there taking notes on a napkin from Anthony. Dude, you've got to have those kind of people in your circle in order to achieve anything of great significance. Dude, so which who's from Walnut Creek? Anthony Trucks. Do you know who else is? You? Me. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. Anthony, Anthony lives in Walnut Creek, right side over. Yeah. Wow. Where did you where did you guys eat lunch? Someplace downtown right there on the, because Walnut Creek's really cool, like the downtown area with all the restaurants. And I know some of the, he's got some friends that own a couple of, we, I've been, Anthony, we've been to dinner and lunch several times in Walnut Creek. You so. might have eaten at Lark Creek. It's my favorite place. Yeah. yeah, this was a, this was a little salad restaurant. We ate outside, it was during COVID. So we ate outside on the, on the sidewalk and talked for two and a half hours, dude. What a small world, man. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Walnut that's Creek, crazy. California. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that was going to pop up on today's show. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about surrendering the flow and the, in the flow of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we, I had some other questions planned, but listen, we're talking about your conferences, right? We're talking about, you just had a big one. Jesse Isler was there. John Maxwell was there. Craig Siegel was Amberly Lago there as well. 
No, Amberly wasn't at this one. She is coming. She's gonna be at. She's coming down. Okay. Jim Gottlieb was at the. Yeah, Jim was there. Okay, Jim was okay. So you have you have one coming up March third. Now this is called the Move the Needle Multiplier. There's some amazing guests, not guests. I'm sorry, keynote speakers that you have on that on that ticket. These, These aren't just. Let me let me say this. These aren't just keynote speakers. These are close friends of mine. Yeah. Like, I walked away. People go, what was your biggest takeaway from Create Conference? I mean, dude, if you saw the clip of John Maxwell speaking over my life on Friday morning, mm-hmm. dude, I, I literally sat in the chair and I'm crying. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, you know, it looked like somebody stole my puppy dog. <laughs> I'm like, dude, <laughs> like the OG of all leadership, of all leadership is sitting here. And he took about two minutes just to speak over my life. Be, be, because of what he saw Thursday night and already Friday in our conference. That's incredible, man. But my biggest takeaway walking away from that conference was that I've got some amazing friends. Mm-hmm. I've got a circle, dude. That I, I'll be honest with you, man. I, it humble. It is humbling to be able to have the friends that I have that do the things that they do to help us fulfill the vision and, and go after salt of the earth, authentic, genuine people. I love it, man. We have a, a very close mutual friend, uh, Noel Agape. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I was and, just on her show yesterday. Yeah, I know. I saw yeah. that. Um, and, you know, uh, again, so that's somebody that I'm I'm really good friends with, that you're good friends with. And uh, I, I can yeah. tell you, just based on that, uh, you do have some really cool friends. So it's, a, it's amazing. I don't even know how I met Noel, but it was Craig or if it was Randy Garn. Somebody got us yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Dude, Craig's um, another guy. Just, like, awesome crazy my guy. you know yeah crazy my guy um so this event this is going to be there's two options to this thing right you can watch it yeah. virtually or you can actually go to the event yeah i think we have three spots it's we're, we're limited to 30 people okay. um the online event we're going to be doing um, from 10 a.m eastern to 3 p.m um we're going to be teaching on, on it's called move the needle multiplier we're going to be teaching you how incremental habits and incremental things in your life always lead to monumental results we're going we're to hit specific areas in your life personally professionally and financially to help you see the needle get moved because a lot of times man, we do the busy stuff but the needle doesn't move and whether that be in our health whether that be in our relationships whether that be in our business our finances like we've got to see the needle move. So virtual options like 97 bucks, uh, killer. I mean, it's an, it's, it's an unbelievable, um, value for you to be able to invest in yourself, uh, live and in person's like two, nine, nine, seven, uh, that's eight 30 in the morning. We've got breakfast. All the speakers will be there except for Brent go Brent's a, a really good friend of mine listening, a Puerto Rico. He's actually going to be going from Puerto Rico to Cabo. It's his birthday. Um, he's got a big mastermind that Grant Cardone's actually coming to uh, he's, that he's doing in Cabo. Brent's one of the top guys in the XP. That's about 25,000 agents under him and he's down. Wow. Now he's, oh, he's crushing it. Um, everybody else will be live. So we're going to do breakfast. We'll do the five hour. You'll be a live studio audience. We've got a, a large LED panel wall on the stage. I'm going to bring the 30 people in our exclusive studio audience up on the stage. We're going to be teaching them on the behind us on that. It's like 60 feet. A third of it's going to be all the people on Zoom. And then the outside thirds are going to be our notes, uh, filming it, the whole nine yards. Um, at the end of the day, when we dismiss the, the the online people at 3 p.m., we're going to do a three-hour mastermind. And then we're going to, man, one of my favorite places in the world. Um, it's a it's a, a speakeasy in downtown Alpharetta, just outside of Atlanta. So cool. Dude. It's like literally like you walk back in the 1930s, and we're doing a, we're doing a really cool VIP dinner there for everybody that's coming in live. So it's going to be amazing, dude. 
That's awesome, man. The thing that I love most is how intimate and close you're making it for the 30 people that are actually going to be there. They're going to feel like they're really a part of the event, not just you know, people that are sitting in the audience, they're going to get so much value. And that's the thing, guys, if you're listening, when you, when you choose coaches and you choose, uh, you know, uh, speaking events to go to choose the ones you're going to get the most value out of, right? Are are the people, are the, are the souls that are on stage going to value you that are in the audience listening, pay money to walk, to listen to them and hear their story. Right. I, I think it's super important. So if you guys, are able to go there in person. Like he said, there's three spots left. So uh, go now That's and it. hurry and buy that up because the, the people you're going to uh, be at these private events with afterwards are salt of the earth people. They're amazing individuals and they can truly, truly um, bless your life just in friendship. So it's worth, it's worth be, the, dude, I, I, I literally just went over the relationships that I have that I've called over the past two weeks that, that literally have saved me probably $200,000, like yeah. literally like, and people go three grand to invest. Yeah. Like dude, like it's the relationships you're going to build and form in that room um, will be life-changing. It will be game changer for you. I, it's awesome, man. And I, I heard a rumor though, too, about next year's events. I heard that Sean yeah. French might be a, a Sean blessing. French may be, Sean French may be a speaker next year. Hey, Hey, that's going to be sick. That's going to be a lot of energy. You're, you're talking about you never met anybody with, with as much energy as you. Yeah, you better yeah. put on your damn seatbelt, dude. And you're and you're a former catcher. I love catchers. You know, yeah, catchers man. Make the I, best, I catchers make the best umpires. Yeah, catchers yeah, make I don't, the best umpires. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't think you ever threw me out of a game or anything like that. No, 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 no I wouldn't. Doesn't, I, doesn't dude, look I that too familiar. I don't, I don't hardly ever have ejections. If I have to have it, I've had zero ejections in college. Yeah. Uh, one ejection in high school, and that was last year. Um, had had a coach. Can we can we can we can we go into the story? I got about five minutes. I've loved this. Yeah, the story. I'm with a younger kid umpire. This is a big high school game in the Birmingham, Alabama area, and the big high school game. The team that actually won the home team. Not gonna name them. The home team actually went to the state championship. I think they lost in the in the game three state championship game. Um, we have a play at first. It's not really even that close. And I got a young umpire. He's good though. He's really good. Um, he bangs a kid out and it's, it beat him by a step. It wasn't even close. And the first base coach is just jawing him the whole time. He's jawing and he keeps turning around. And, and my partner gave the stop sign. Well, he's jawing going over home plate. Well, I'm standing there, I'm standing there on the on the line. And I say, Hey, coach, you need to go to your dugout. He goes, You need to leave my I said, You need to leave my partner alone. He looks at me, he goes, I'm not talking to you. I said, Well, I'm talking to you. And I said, and, and I, I said, and if I hear another word out of you, I'm going to eject you. Well, about that time, here comes the head coach, dude. And he comes barreling out of that dugout. And I said, coach, I need you to slow down and lower your voice. And mm-hmm. I told him that three times. And every time I told him, he got louder and he got faster. And I and I dumped his ass before he even got to the pitcher's mound. And he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm going to tell you what. Baseball guys are they're We're interesting souls. Yeah, dude. Yes. We are. Hey, you tell us to calm down. We escalate. You tell us to slow down faster. You probably should have just taken your ass and ran and and just jumped the fence, dude. Be quite honest. I'll tell you what's funny is what's funny is it's like, and I love the one thing I love about baseball. You can dump a coach or dump a player for the most part. And the next next day, it's like, okay, yep, we're good. Yeah, it's it it is what it is. It's business, right? It's exactly. Hey, I got out of hand. You go up to you, hey, hey, blues man. I'm sorry, dude. Sorry, I now, said you that. You know what's you. crazy about that story is that I got, I had one of my. It, that was the, early in the season that year. <clears throat> it had been February, March. It was right before COVID. I get, I get to the car. They're talking about, are they going to shut school down? This is right before a lockdown. 
Yeah. And literally I get an email that night from my uh, D2, my Gulf South supervisor. I was going to Lee. I had Lee and West Georgia series at Lee University that weekend. And the whole season got banged. Like they banged the whole season that night. So I'm out there changing in my car, getting emails from all my college supervisors going, season's done, season's done, season's done. I'm like, crap. And yeah, that was it. So my last high school game of that year, I, I jacked, I jacked me a coach. So <laughs> the last one of the year. Yeah, dude, I, I tell you what, man, that was, that was an interesting time. And uh, I'm so glad that they're playing baseball again. Uh, all the sports are cranking. I'm yeah, super yeah. excited to go out and visit my client tomorrow and watch yeah. him, you know, hopefully get 10 hits in two games. That'd be fun. Um, but uh, listen, I really appreciate your time. I know you're running oh, short, man, you're more than welcome. Um, but I want to ask you, uh, you know, since we have, since literally you probably have a minute left, how can my audience best, how can I and my audience best support you moving forward? Yeah, we our new podcast um, called As the Leader Grows. We just launched it at Create a couple of weeks ago. Um, got some pretty amazing guests on there. We'll have Sean French on there soon. Come on. Um, you know, Grant Cardone, Bradley, Sharon Lecter, my good friend David Pollock from ESPN's College Game Day, uh, John Maxwell. We got some amazing, amazing guests on there. Um, would love for you to go as the leader grows. Um, you can go to at Ken Jocelyn on Instagram. All that stuff's there. Uh, yeah, man, go check out the podcast, listen to it, download, subscribe. If you leave a five-star review, we're going to take all the five-star reviews that we get in the first few months. We're going to draw and give a, a VIP ticket away for Create 2023. That's a $5,000 seat. Very cool, man. Very cool. So, so yeah, that's it. Man. Go rate that up, ladies and gentlemen. I want to leave you guys with another famous Ken Jocelyn quote. This is my favorite one. All right, guys. So uh, grab a piece of paper and a pencil. Your talent will get you there, but your character will keep you there. Yeah, that's, I wish that was my quote, but I, I don't know if I heard that from John Maxwell or maybe, um, hmm. or maybe Rick Warren, somebody I've heard that a lot. I mean, you know, you know how it is. I, the old yeah. saying is I heard, I heard John say this. If I quote you the first time, I'm going to say, I've heard, you know, John Maxwell says, and then the second time you say this, I've always heard. And then the third time you use the quote is I've always said. So yeah, I wish that was, I wish that was my quote. Um, but dude, there's a ton of truth in that, my friend. I, I heard it from you, right? So yeah. to me, you're the originator of yeah. that quote. Yeah. And I appreciate you, man. And um, we'll definitely talk offline because um, we got a lot to talk about. So yeah. again, thank you for coming on to your show. Oh, Everybody uh, share this out, tag us on social media. If you got anything out of it and be sure to follow Ken on all his platforms and reach out to him and his team. Uh, great yeah, coaching program. Like I said, he is a man with God in his heart and he won't steer you wrong. So get out of scale. Take care.